Hey, Aggie fans, welcome to the Bullseye Podcast. This is our first episode ever. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> we're glad that you can join us wherever you're at and wherever you're listening. Yeah, today we're going to start off talking about some Aggie football after the Aggies sneak away with a win there. Um, then we'll move on to men's basketball, where we brought home three W's this week. And lastly, we're going to round it off with the women's basketball team. Maybe had a little bit of a, um, what would you call that? A little bit of a scare, I A little guess. bit of a scare. Yeah. But we'll talk about how, how we see that going forward this we'll season. Go, we'll go into depth on that. Yeah, so. so let's start off with football. Okay, so last week I said that the games are getting a little bit boring, and I was kind of bored of us beating up on other teams. Well, after this game started, I took it all back. I much rather enjoy pummeling the other teams. This week, it was a little bit disheartening. Um, I didn't actually watch it live, but listening to the game and seeing the updates and watching them go toe-to-toe with the Colorado State, but a team that we should have maybe should done have a little bit better. Should have just walked all over. I mean, and I don't know if anybody else had this issue, and he had mentioned how he didn't get to watch the game live, but... AT&T Sportsnet, oh my gosh, well, it is so difficult to watch. It's been nice being able to watch all the games, um, the away on the games on Facebook, Facebook. Through Stadium, oh, it's been so nice. And I so go on nice. Facebook and, oh, there's no game, and it's like, uh, well. And I'm sure, sure those of you, you know, those millennials out there that are getting away from the satellite television and more towards streaming felt are, you know, same sadness as well, where you couldn't, you had a hard time getting a hold of it, so... Um, and maybe that contributed to the somewhat poor performance by the Aggies this week. I mean, mm-hmm. looking back at the game, if we contrast this week to last week's game, offense, total yards, about 300. In contrast to last week's, 800. 804. <laughs> we just did not, offense just did not show up. Otherwise, But I mean, luckily our defense showed up. I mean, for anybody that watched any of the highlights, watched the game, listened to anything, Everybody, the consensus was the defense showed up. The defense made up for what the offense was lacking this week. Um, the the live broadcast I was listening to um, had a couple of you know a couple of guys talking. They were Utah State um, broadcasters, and they were sorry I blanked on the blanked on the word there, but they were Utah State broadcasters, and they were you know they were like it's a sign of a good team. If when your offense is not, you know, is struggling and is not doing that well, that your defense picks it up. And that's a sign of a good team, which it definitely was the case. I mean, you you look at Utah State, we had three touchdowns total for the game, three field goals, um, and two of those touchdowns, two of those three touchdowns were scored by the defense. Uh, that's I mean, that's yeah. that's huge that they won the game for us. Right. Without that uh, uh, defensive performance, we would not have won that game. I mean, of our 29 points, 12 of them came from interceptions, uh, pick sixes, take it all the way to the house, and they were amazing plays to watch. This game was not as bad as it looks on paper. Yeah, and even when watching the game, you know, obviously you watch the whole game, you listen to it wherever, you know, whatever you're doing, and you feel like, oh, man, we just did not show up. But if you look at it, you know, like, it wasn't as bad as it seems. Obviously, mm-hmm. our defense kept us in there, but there at the end, you know, we had stopped their offense. They punted us the ball, and we were at that point. What was the score? I mean, 
Um, twenty-three seventeen. Twenty-three seventeen. We were we up at that point? Yeah. So we're up twenty-three seventeen, up six points right there. That's great. And we've stopped them. We get the ball back with mm-hmm. very minimal time left in mm-hmm. the fourth quarter. I mean, that puts us in great position. And we had just had a pretty good drive. You know, although we didn't finish with a touchdown, we had a pretty good drive. And you know, all of a sudden, getting that punt, we can you know go on a drive get up two possessions basically right but then fumbling that but they fumbled punt. that and that was i you know that was just the point where it gave colorado story colorado state it gave them it opened the door right it was a mistake that led to an easy score for colorado state puts them up now mm-hmm. and now puts our offense in a position where they have to drive down the field really quick which we are really good at and luckily we were able to pull out a, a quick score yeah i mean 50 53 seconds on that by the way i'd like to throw out there i mean i was looking at some of the stats right now utah state leads you know the nation in five different stat categories right now and and, and the reason i bring it up is because one of them is in that right there that we've you know we are first nationally in drives less than one minute so you know last you know this last game on saturday that last drive there 53 seconds was how long it took for us to move down the field score mm-hmm. a touchdown and we've done that 24 times in the season. So we're, I mean, we're leading the nation in that. That's a, that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool stat. I mean, obviously we have the rush offense and, but we're good at it. Obviously. But it is also a, a two edged sword because there are times when we score too quickly and, and, and we're not able to bleed off enough clock. Oh yeah. And Saturday was a prime example of that, yes. you know, and we, and, and going back to that, that punt that was kicked and it was, it was dropped and Colorado state got the ball. And, and I mean, it was in, they were in good position. Mm-hmm. They score a touchdown. They go up one point on us. Um, and we had one minute and 36 seconds or something like that on the clock. And all we needed to do was march down the field, which we, you know, we've been doing good at this year within a minute and 30 seconds. I mean, we, we saw that stat there. We lead the nation in, in drives under a minute but you kind of want to take as much time as you can. Give, yeah. Don't give them the chance, especially where we are down one point. We score a touchdown. If it's seven, we're only up six. They could still win it. Right. Um, if we go for a two-point conversion, again, they can still, you yeah. know, they can still get it anyways. Um, but we did do pretty good. Um, 53 they, seconds. Yeah, they, they had under a minute, but Colorado State was able to get into a position to score and almost, almost score. score. We narrowly escaped a loss, which oh. would have, I don't know. I mean, it, it would have just killed morale. I mean, I, sitting there listening to the game, the, I mean, the announce, I mean, obviously that, that gives a, it makes it diff, a little bit more difficult to, to win right. you know, in the, in the mountain it's West. T- I guess it wouldn't have been that bad. It wouldn't <laughs> have been that bad. The biggest game is Boise state coming yeah. up this week, but you know, with that, you don't want to lose. You don't want to break that nine game winning streak. Now 10, right. You don't want to break that. Obviously, we, you know, you, you, you build some strength off of those streaks, and I don't know. I just, you know, watching that game and li- or sorry, listening to that game, and I'm sure watching it was even crazier. But listening to it, the commentators, oh my goodness, like they were, they were so animated, and it made it fun to listen to it. It was funny. I was mm-hmm. listening to it with my family. We were all huddled around the speaker listening <laughs> to it. I was like, "Am I in 1920 right now?" <laughs> Anyways, no. But we were sitting there listening. They were so animated. It was so fun to listen to. But they were like, "Oh, 
you know, Allen drops back into the, you know, into the pocket. He throws it to the deep, you know, throws it deep to the right corner of the end zone, and he catches it. Touchdown. Colorado State wins. They're rushing the field. Utah State's got their heads down. They're going to the locker room. And it was like, that's the end. That's the end of it. And I mean, ESPN, the final, they were like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> they were like, oh, you know, they put it on there. End of the fourth quarter, final, final score. And then all of a sudden. Oh, you get like the alert. Yeah, yeah. And all <laughs> of a sudden, alert. like, we. <laughs> We're sitting there listening to it like, oh, crap. Well, that sucks. Like, it wasn't even a difficult game. We lost it. And then all of a sudden the announcer goes, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. It looks like he stepped out of bounds. The, you know, the ref marked it. And and uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there we are. We won the game. And, we're uh-huh. all, you know, everybody went from, oh, man, we suck to, we're the best one. Like well, freaking out. Well. I don't know. All I know is I was freaking out, jumping <laughs> we're, we're around. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There was a but little bit of both there. When you mentioned the ESPN updates, whatever system they have in place there, I mean, you'd think that they would not be so rushed to put out the final. I know. Because how many people are just going off just that and getting that and, oh, it's over. But, you know, the, the refs, it, it didn't take too long for them to come out and correct it. No, no, it didn't. It didn't right. take that long. And you know, listening to it live, you know, it was only what? I mean, those ten seconds right. felt like three minutes, <laughs> but they were. You know, it wasn't that long. Obviously, the referee for those of you that didn't watch the game, or for those of you that did, you know, he had thrown off his hat as soon as he saw it go out of right. bounds and uh, to mark the it there. And it, yeah. the refs knew it, and obviously, it was called before the catch was made. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was nothing really to overturn. Game was over, and we were done. Right. Yeah. That's how well, it was. you know what? Um, you're going to have some tests or some scares throughout the season. And I'm just glad that, honestly, I'm glad that it happened before the Boise State game because hopefully that can put the team in the right mindset that, hey, you know, we don't just pummel every team we play. No. And we yeah. need to really uh, focus on each team and play our best. And they're going to need to bring their best when we play Boise State this week. Yeah. Well, and, and you look at teams on, you know, playing looking at the Aggies on the road, I think that's where we have our biggest difficulties is on the road, especially this season. And it's notorious, you know, when you get, everybody plays better at home. It's just how it is, especially the Aggies. But you look so far this year, um, them playing away. um, And, you know, we've had, let's see here, we've had one, two, three, four, five away games so far. Um, and, And two out of those five, Actually, well, I guess three out of those five were really close games. I almost didn't include the Michigan State-Utah State right. game because, I mean, that should have been, a, I, you know, it was it was crazy that it was a close game. Everybody thought we were the, you know, we were going we to get blown out. Yeah. Um, and so I don't really count that one as we played terrible. I think we played great in that game. Um, after that, we go to BYU. You know, BYU was struggling. We beat them down, you know. It's practically a home game. It was it was pretty much <laughs> there was so many fans there. I mean I was sitting in the stands there. There was a lot of Utah State fans there, which was great. Um, and then you play Hawaii. Hawaii is just not that great of a team. We beat them down, and and then that. But you look at the two two other ho- away games. We have us against Wyoming, and us against Colorado State. Us against Wyoming. You know we were supposed to go in there and kill them. The score is twenty four sixteen. I don't know if you watched that game. Yeah. I did, and it was. It was way too close the yes. whole time. It was way too close. It's unnerving. It, it, was it is. It's just like this game. It's like we are used to doing a lot better, 
and we feel like going into it, we're going to yeah. do that. And so I don't know. I don't know if it's you know a mindset of the players thinking that they're so much better than this team. Whatever it is, they got to fix it because going away to Boise State is not going to be easy next week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, whatever it is, this is going to be the biggest test, and it's going to tell us what this team is made of. If we come away with a win on this game, then Utah State is a real deal. We'll go to the championship game, and we're on our way to a good bowl game. Oh yeah. For sure, and you know, I, I and and that's and you kind of brought up why why the Boise State game, and you know everybody knows this, but it's a big deal because um, right now we're kind of neck and neck with Boise State, um, where if we lost that game, we both have one loss, and we lose to them, so they win, they're gonna play, they're gonna take that spot in the yep. number one in the in the Mountain Division, and uh-huh. and uh, and they'll be playing. Fresno State, isn't it? And yep. And you know, and and they'll take, and they might, and they'll obviously take the home game. And that's if we lose, if we win, we take the home game. We're undefeated in the conference. We play back up here at the Maverick Stadium, which is a big deal. We're going to be playing yep. Fresno State, and 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 that's a good chance. I mean, you see how we played at home. We have not had a close game at home. I mean, lo- I mean, looking at the scores throughout. I mean, we have sixty to thirteen, seventy three to twelve. 42 to 32 was the closest, but it was a blowout in the first half. And then our backups went in and it got closer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got 59 to 28 against UNLV. We have, you know, 61. And, and the list goes on of us playing at home yeah. up until, you know, San Jose State, 62 to 24. We beat people at home. We play better at home. And that's why that Boise State game is crucial for us to win. So well, hopefully as Boise isn't too far from Logan. We can get a good turnout from fans. Oh yeah, and help our team to feel like but it's it is so cold. less of a. It's so cold. Well, Logan's pretty cold. I mean, the degrees of coldness. We are already in the <laughs> freezing category. If we go a little bit more, it's not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and also not only that, it's cold, but it is an eight fifteen. For those of you who don't know, it's eight fifteen on ESPN. <laughs> It is an eight fifteen game, which means it's going to be ending around midnight, and it's cold. It's cold. Bring all your warm gear. I seriously, like you got to bring your sleeping bags. Yeah. Just cover yourselves up if you do go to the game. Portable heat. Because I mean, we you you were at the you were at the San Jose State San Jose State game with uh-huh. me last week, and what it was, it started at two o'clock and went to six, and by I mean by the third quarter, everybody was literally like uh, like checking their toes for frostbite, <laughs> and it was only five you know five o'clock. So I can't imagine how cold it's going to be. That's true. You know that that night, it's it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. So I was actually listening to the game in Wyoming. I was helping my uncle um, at a convention, and so most of the way I was following the game was through the ESPN updates. Oh, so terrible. And yeah, <laughs> I'm getting an update. Oh, USU goes for two and gets it, and then I go on the app, and we only have 29 points, and I'm confused. You know, we should have more. Apparently, they didn't get it. But ESPN doesn't send you a second update that says, sorry, we got it wrong. They didn't get it. You know? They just sent in all these different <laughs> updates, and you're like, wait, and have we scored you... four times, and then none of them counted? Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, and, and that just makes me, that reminds me of um, on Twitter, there was a lot of tweets about the game. And oh, there was a ton. Yeah. After the game, I mean, I was scrolling through Twitter. It was blowing up. Um, you know, one of the ones I saw that was actually about the ESPN mobile app that you were seeing here. Uh, it was it was posted by a Trevor Chapman. It was at Chapman Trevor ninety five. He had posted, uh, he had tweeted, I guess. ESPN mobile app. You are absolutely wrecking my blood pressure with these USU football last second updates. And then, you know, then the 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 comments go on after that. 
Um, but I mean, speaking of t- the Twitter, I mean, if anybody that follows any of USU football or anything in that on Twitter, there was a ton of hilarious threads that were going on. People were commenting on tons of different things. Um, I mean, after this podcast, I'm going to go out and, and, you know, follow our, our Twitter, uh, bullseye podcast. And, uh, I'll retweet a lot of the ones that we've saw that we thought were funny. And, you know, if there's any that you see that are funny, you know, tag us on there as well. But yeah. I just want to go through a few of them on there for you. Well, that is one of the fun parts of especially w- using like the Facebook and you can comment on it. And so even if it's not on Facebook, using Twitter, commenting during the game, it can actually make the game a lot more exciting where you're interacting with fans, even if you're just at home oh, for, for sure. the away game. So that is fun. Um, do you want me to share a tweet that I yeah. liked? Yeah. Okay. So this one's from at Mr. Underscore Clarkster. Welcome to USU football, where what the hell just happened happens. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so true. Um, and one last one I'll share, and you and you guys can go follow the rest of them and and see what we've retweeted on there. But um, Liz Howell at it's Liz Howell had posted USU versus Colorado State game just proved Utah State is God's team. <laughs> Hashtag Aggies all the way, <laughs> and it was pretty ridiculous. I mean, anybody that watched the game would would also. You know, it was a have to agree. Oh yeah, it just ripped your emotions <laughs> from left to right. Anyway, so you know, moving on with uh, with our podcast here, I'm introducing this new segment. It's life hack of the week. Obviously, we have a lot of college students that like to save money. They like to, you know, stretch the money that they do have to the farthest extent. So that's kind of where this comes in, um, and you know, just ways to make your life easier. I know I'm a student. I like to. You know, there, there are things that, that can make my life easier, and uh, I like sharing those with everyone here. So for this week, um, you know, I was looking around. One of the issues I've been having, especially recently, maybe it's because it's been cold outside and I sleep better when I'm, like, all bundled up and warm, but I sleep in. <laughs> and for most of you out there, I mean, you might be using your phone as an alarm. I know I do. And sometimes it just does not seem loud enough. And you wake up and you're like, did it even go off? And, or maybe it's like a habit of just like hitting the snooze button on yeah. your phone, whatever. Um, this will solve this little hack here. will solve both of those issues for you. So take a glass cup or I mean any cup. And I, I, I tried this out. It, it works really well. But you put your phone into a glass and just put it into a glass cup. And it will amplify the sound, just as, you know, the, the of your the, alarm, of your alarm or anything on your phone. Um, but you put it in there and then and also it'll help you with not hitting the snooze button because you have to actually pull the phone out uh-huh. of the glass well, and then hit the snooze button. You know, I might try this because um, I've got to move my phone f- away from the bed. So I have to get out of bed because this semester I have a very early class that starts at nine o'clock. <laughs> And it's my only nine o'clock class, and let's just say I've missed it almost as much as I've made it to the class. <laughs> oh, jeez. So you know what? I might actually try this trip, this this hack, and maybe I'll report back next week and see if I was able to make it to my class. There you go. All <laughs> right. And obviously, it's super simple. You know, it's not it's not too difficult. Everybody has a glass in there, but you know, it's something that might help you out. Yep. Here we go. All right. So next up, we got men's basketball so we're going to be talking about men's and women's basketball we'll start with men's first so obviously anybody that's paying attention usu men's basketball we are five and oh for the start off to a really good start holy cow great start anybody that's watched these games these 
players are playing together. It's a team effort out there. They're passing the ball around. Really unselfish play. Um, I know we were looking at some of the box scores, and you had multiple players every game in double digits. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. Um, This past week specifically, we had three wins. Um, We had last Tuesday. Last Tuesday night, we had played Mississippi Valley at home. Uh, There wasn't too many people there, but the student section did, even though the numbers weren't there. They were there in volume. It was real loud, and it was, you know, it was a really, it was a really good game. Um, and uh, and then after that, on Friday night, we played Utah Valley, and it's always fun to play a home, you know, home state. You know, you know, we got yeah. somebody else from Utah coming up, and we got to protect. You know, this is our state. You know what I'm saying? And that one was pretty well attended by students. Oh yeah, and pretty lively atmosphere. And even though the score, the final score, sixty five forty six. It was that it, doesn't show how close it was because it, it was close throughout the most of the first half. Yeah, especially through that first half, there was a point mm-hmm. where it was just you know back and forth, back and forth. It was a really, you know, it was a really good defensive game. Uh, the offense, especially in that first half, was not, you know, explosive by any means. Um, you know, where we've seen in the in, in the first what two or three games where we get above a hundred points, you know, mm-hmm. we're scoring in large volume playing against Utah Valley. It wasn't that way. There was a lot of defense on both ends of the court. Um, And then, you know, near the end of the, you know, there was a point where we were tied 20 to 20. Yeah, at the end of the first, before the end of the first half. Before the end of the first half. And then we went on like a a 12-0 run. Mm -hmm. And then we just kind of piggybacked off of that and just kind of... We stayed around the 10 points ahead Mm -hmm. until there was a point um, in the second half where we had this... I think it was about five possessions where we stopped them defensively each time and then we were able to get big buckets, whether it be a three or a dunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a really great possession. And after that, it was over. Well, and, and you can really tell that these these players like playing with each other. They are just happy. They're having fun. They're, you know, it, it, it just, it's fun to watch. And for anybody that likes basketball or likes sports in general, I, you know, watch the game. If you're here in Logan or anywhere near, Go get a ticket, get to the Spectrum, watch our Aggies play. I mean, they, they're they fun to watch, and, it, and mostly because they do, for the most part, play as a team. They pass the ball. Obviously, each player will have a, a moment where, you know, Sam Merrill will get hot for a little bit or, you yeah. know, um, a few Dwayne John Brown Knight, Jr. Uh, uh, dunks. Oh, I mean, <laughs> those were all over Instagram and Twitter. You yeah. know, once they happen, those are the highlights of the games, his fast break dunks. You know, there's here and there where people go on runs. But overall, I mean, the team is playing really well. And then on Monday, Monday night, they played St. Mary's in uh, the MGM main, you know, MGM main resorts event center in Las Vegas. So they're at a tournament down there. It was on ESPN, actually. So ESPN 3. So that's kind of cool um, for those of you that aren't used to watching the basketball games on on national you know national television. Mm-hmm. Um, but they played really well, um, you know. And I'm gonna butcher his name. He is number 23, one of our newer players, our center, Nemius Keda. Keda, I think his name yeah. is Keda. Anyways, yeah, he had 24 points in the game on Monday night. Uh, he was really good, even in, in all the games. But Every in, game. I, I mean, remember in the uh, UVU game. Um, he was doing really great, and then he he got kind of tweaked his either his knee or his ankle. Something he anyway. came out, and everyone was really scared that he was you know not going to be able. But he didn't even actually go to the locker room. He was able to stay out on the bench and later come back in and finish and that game and still perform. Anyways, yeah, yeah no, it was a, it, 
all those games were were great games and you can really feel the atmosphere that you know hopefully Mm -hmm. it's changing it's kind of similar to how it felt at the beginning of the football season to be honest with you Uh you know where everybody's like you know we're aggie fans we're gonna you know we're gonna support no matter what and all of a sudden we start winning they're like whoa what It kind of feels similar to that. Obviously, it's really early in the season. It's different for basketball. There are so many more games. You still have a lot to go, but it has that similar feeling, Mm -hmm. you know. So we kind of face the same problem where we don't necessarily play a lot of top tier teams. Oh yeah, and so it's hard to to know how good of a team we are, really. Well, I mean, and St. Mary's is not a bad team. We played them on Monday night, and we beat them. Um, and you know, they are not a bad team. Uh, they're not um, by no means are they like a great great team but they were undefeated as well they were three and oh before coming up against us and um we walk away five and oh they walk away three and one um but they aren't a bad team and obviously um we have a game coming up wednesday night it's going to also be on espn as well so if you have the espn app state arizona state yeah there you go um so that'll be a good 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 game to watch as well so um, you know, it's, it's fun. And, and, and same with, you know, and moving on still in the realm of basketball, we got women's basketball. Um, this last week, we only had one game. It was the biggest hyped game so far of the season against number three, Oregon. And we lost We lost by 30 points there, unfortunately. Um, you know, watching the game, you know, we didn't look, the women's team did not look the same as they did the first two the two other games that they had played against Washington State and then against Northern New Mexico College. Um, they looked very confident in those first two games. They moved the ball. They, you know, played well together. And it was, you know, they were they were moving the ball. They were scoring all around. Um, and that wasn't the case against Oregon right from the beginning. And, you know, maybe it was that they had that number three in front of them that kind of, you know, shook the Aggies a little bit, but you could just tell that they were, they lost their confidence right from the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they would try to keep up and for the first few minutes it was okay. And then all of a sudden Oregon went on a little bit of a run and you could just tell that they lost their, their confidence. And they kind of reverted back to how they've been in previous seasons where they're a little bit more selfish. They throw up some terrible shots and then going back, Oregon is no slouch of a team. They're number three. They would, right. you know, they went back and they scored when we didn't. And it just kind of, built the lead little by little until eventually we're down 30 points and you know end score was 88 to 58 and so does this loss to Oregon is it a reason to panic a little bit I, you know I don't know because I mean you look at it and you know last season before playing Washington State in Washington um, you know the last 12 road games before then we were 1 and 11 on the road and so far this season, we are one and we are one and zero on the road. So I mean, you have no reason to panic just because we had a bad season last year, That's and true. there's only you know we we already have two wins, you know, two wins, one loss, and it's you know that loss what we didn't lose to, you know, Westminster. We didn't lose to any of you know mm-hmm. this nobody team. We lost to the number three where we should have lost, and you know maybe it's a good wake up call. You know we like you said, you know, and it's the same for women's. You know women's basketball, men's basketball, football, we just get paired with these teams that right. are just not that great. And it's obviously because we haven't been great in the past years, but, you know, we're getting better. And so, you know, it's it's good every now and then to get to get thrown in against these better teams and, and to kind of feel for that. And, you know, and, and I, you know, I'm after the game talking to a few of the players, you know, it, it, it definitely came away that way. They knew they played, ter- they didn't play that great. They didn't play, um, you know, Shannon Duffesey had a really good um 
good uh, game. She scored 14 points and had 12 rebounds. Her, you know, she had a really good game. Um, Rachel Brewster also had 12 points, but you know, the rest of the team wasn't really there as they were in the other games. And and you know, overall, the team knew that they just didn't play as good as they could have. You know, and that's kind of that was kind of the consensus. And um, you know, hopefully they can pick themselves up and move on past that with the games they have coming up. So on Tuesday night, we are playing BYU here in Logan at the uh, at the Spectrum at 7 p.m. Tuesday night. That might be a good one to get introduced to Utah State women's basketball. Hey, it's and if you're a student, you obviously get in there for free. But even for people, you know, for anybody else that isn't a student, it's really inexpensive to get in there. Mm-hmm. There is not that many people in there. And you got to love the chance of watching Utah State beat BYU. Oh, no matter what it is. You got to you got to watch them beat <laughs> BYU. That's how it that's how it is. Um also this week we saw the women's team make some roster changes. Oh, yeah. So they weren't necessarily roster changes, but they are going to be additions to the team this coming year. Obviously, we will be losing some players, you know, as college sports goes after the four years that they got to move on. Um, and, you know, the only one I can think of out of the starting five that we'll be losing will be Rachel Brewster, who is a senior this year. The rest of them um, are either sophomores or I believe most of them are juniors at this point. So we won't be losing too many of them, hopefully this year. Um, but we did have some, there was some announcements this year of some new, new people that had signed on officially with the Aggies. We had three players in specific, um, that will be coming and joining us in, in Logan, Utah next, you know, come next year. So the first one that, and, and, and for any of you that, you know, want to learn a little bit more or see any of these, just go to the USU women's basketball, uh, Instagram page or any of their social media and you'll, they, they post these on here as well. Uh, the first one, it looks like it's a, a Jocelyn Polanski from Wallingford, Connecticut, a five, nine guard. So she'll be coming here soon, um, after she graduates. And then we have a, and I'm going to butcher this name. You know, I, I cannot pronounce it. Come, come Ooh, Kamalu, and then I'm not even going to try to pronounce the last name. If you want to see it, go on to USU Women's Basketball. Hopefully next season, after hearing it pronounced a few times, we'll be able to get that there. Um, she's from Honolulu, Hawaii, a 5'11 shooting guard, so really tall for a women's shooting guard. I'll just throw that out there. 5'11 for a shooting guard is much bigger than what we have right now. And then also we have an, L, uh, an Ellie Emrich from Bonn, Germany, uh, 5'9 point guard as well that will be coming um, coming to Utah State. So, um, you know, it's always good to see new new additions, especially people coming from outside of Utah. You know, mm-hmm. it's always great to see some of the people here in Utah play, stay in Utah. I mean, that's always great. You love seeing that. Um, but it is also nice, you know, getting people from around, getting that different, you know, the different, I don't know, different culture, different, you know, from around the world, international. You know, it's just, it's great to have them, have them here as well. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, with those new recruits, I mean, it's, it's, you can definitely see that there's a shift in what they're doing in recruiting. Um, all three of those are guards and they're all five, nine and above for women. That's a tall guard. You know, obviously for men, if you have somebody that's five, nine, it's like, what are you doing on the court? <laughs> but you know, five, nine, five, nine and five, 11 for the three, three new recruits. Um, you know, the, that's tall. Those are some tall guards, a lot taller than we have at the moment. So you know, obviously you can tell that the, the recruiting staff, the direction that they're wanting to go in, and you kind of noticed it watching them play Oregon. Oregon was tall. All of their players were tall. Like we, our guards looked short 
you know, even our posts were, you know, in, in, in some cases looked shorter than the other, other teams. So um, obviously you can see their, their shift. And, you know, obviously a lot of these recruits were made before the Oregon game, but you, you do need some tall guards. So that's, you know, that's really cool to see that they're adding them in there. So coming up this week, like I said, we got BYU on Tuesday night. Also this coming weekend, uh, the women's basketball is going to be headed to Reno, Nevada for a tournament. Uh, we're going to be playing against USC on Friday, uh, November 23rd at 3 p.m., and then Saturday uh, against Colorado. So um, we'll have you know a few games there for the tournament. So you can uh, um, you can tune into that. Uh, you know I know I know that the women's basketball they'll usually stream it online for free. So it's a good chance to to watch them as well. So and also you know they're going to be playing teams that you know we normally wouldn't play like we were mentioning. You know teams that aren't that great, but mm-hmm. You know, this weekend we're going to have BYU, USC, Colorado. We got some, you know, bigger names, not you know, the new New Mexico College. That right, we, you know, and we USC and Colorado are both undefeated so far, so that can be a little bit of a test to see where we are, mm-hmm. and hopefully hand them their first losses of the season. Oh, for sure, and you know, and 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 it also can be a boost for us. You know, I mean, we coming off that loss against Oregon. You know, we're looking to get some wins and build up that confidence again. So hopefully we can continue to do that this week. So um, and we'll obviously follow up with that at the end of this week where, you know, after those games are next week when those games are done. So that kind of, you know, wraps it up for our, our sports so far for the week. You know, that's it's kind of all we got going on right now. Football is obviously the biggest one right now. I mean, that's uh, that's what everybody's talking about. We got the basketball, men's and women's. But, um, you know, no matter what. It's always great to cheer on your Aggies. It's fun to watch them, even if you know you're watching games that they're losing. In in some cases, it's you know it's always it's spectrum magic. You know? That is right, and yeah. Hopefully, we can um, continue to get our fans to come to the home games, especially to cheer on the Aggies and to help motivate our team to play the best that they can. Yeah. All right. Well, that kind of you know wraps up before before uh, before we end the the podcast for this week. You know, I want to I want to throw out a, a fun fact about USU that you know a lot of people don't you know maybe not know. I mean, maybe you do, maybe you don't, uh, but it's always fun to know. Um, uh, you know, I'd run in this week at the beginning of this fall semester. There was a a post made on uh, you know that was uh, about USU. Um, so Washington Monthly is a you know they they release their twenty you know their college rankings each year. Um, you know, and they and and these rankings are. Based on a few different things, you know, you have social mobility about recruiting and, you know, and all that stuff. You have research about, you know, and then also service um, and what you give back to the community. So those are kind of the cr- criteria that this Washington Monthly goes off of. Anyways, at the beginning of this fall semester, they had, you know, posted out their rankings for the 2018 college rankings. And, you know, to a lot of people's surprise, USU was really high up there. And I don't know if anybody really noticed this, but... You know, USU was ranked as the fifth best public national university in the nation, number 12th overall in Washington Monthly's 2018 college rankings, which is a huge wow. deal. I mean, some of the other ones that are up there, you know, above us and near us, we have, you know, things like Stanford University, Princeton University, Yale University, and then we got Utah wow. State University up Those there. Are I mean, some big school names to be that, up against. Seriously. And, and, and the fact that, you know, it's nice to, you know, that people are taking you know, taking note of our school, like we, you know, there's, there's a special quality. Anybody that's ever gone here or gone on campus has noticed that Utah State is different than, you know, it's got that special feel to it, you know, it feels like home. And, you know, it's, it's nice, you know, we know it, 
we can sit here and talk about it all day, but it's nice that somebody else on the outside is giving it a little bit of the respect that it deserves. Yeah, so. it's great to see the recognition, um, not only with, you know, our good football team, so now in, in sports, but also in just all around academics um, and also just the, the education overall. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really awesome. Anyway, so that wraps it up for our show today. Thank you guys for listening. Um, you know, we're glad that you're able to join us, however you're listening. Um, you know, make sure to go hit us up on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Everything is at Bullseye Podcast. Um, you know, hit us up, follow us, retweet, you know, throw stuff at us. We love, we, you know, we want to hear from you. And, you know, hopefully we can include you in on this podcast and, and, uh, and make it a little bit more fun and more interactive. So, And as always, go Aggies. Go Aggies.